0: Welcome back to Reflections of Darkness. I'm your gorgeous drag hostess, Evil, just relaxing here in my lair of eternal damnation. I hope all my listeners out there, yes, that's right, all five of you, (laughs) are steering clear of the COVID-19 virus, you know, Mr. Corona, if you will. I know I am, usually I say, if they're over 18, I'm in, but this one I think I'll pass. (laughs) Well, that's enough current events for now. Tonight I want to try a new little segment called Quick Reflections. That's where I'll tell you about some of the other movies I've watched since the last episode that I didn't really want to do a whole episode about, but I still wanted to give you a quick reflection of. (laughs) First quick reflection is in the mouth of madness. Oh, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> uh, no. It's a John Carpenter movie from 1994. It's basically if H.G. Wells and Stephen King wrote a book together and then John Carpenter made the movie. Yeah. It holds up pretty well. It's a little dated. It's a good 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 romp, if you will. I would definitely recommend it. So if you have a day to kill, I'm sure it's on Shudder or Hulu or one of the other things that I have and watch movies on. The second quick reflection is Session 9 from 2001, I think. Now this one was a little bit darker. Deals with... Suicide, mental mental institutions, not menstrual institutions. That would be completely a different movie. Has John Caruso from CSI, which, you know, redheads love them. Mm -hmm. Session 9, yes, back to that. Uh, Good psychological thriller, if you will. Some people think it's a haunting movie. Not really. It's kind of a possession movie. Great twist ending, Definitely recommend. And that brings me to my third quick reflection. I must take a beat because this one wore me out. This movie from 2004, Dracula 3000. (sighs) If you've never seen this movie, don't watch it. This is the worst movie I think I have possibly ever seen. And I love vampire movies. All of them. I even like Twilight. But this abomination of a vampire movie is just not, cannot be helped. I don't want to tell you any more about it because it might pique your interest. And I don't want you to watch it. So that's all. And that, my lovely listeners, was quick reflections. Hopefully it was quick enough. Now for tonight's main feature, my guest, yes I said guest, my guest and I will be reviewing 1963's The Haunting. Enjoy. (laughs) Tonight, we have another guest. Aren't we so excited? Our second guest, Mr. Gregory. Say hello to everybody in podcast land. Hello, everybody in podcast land. Have you ever been on a podcast? Uh, n- no. Really? I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Oh, that's fun. So it's your first fun, exciting. Tonight we have, I'm going to say an interesting movie. That's that's being polite. It's <laughs> very polite. You're being very polite to this yeah, movie. It's not really a, it's not a barn burner of a movie. It's a bit of a... Uh, well, it's a bitty of the movie of the time. We're talking about The Haunting from 1963, which I originally, I kept getting confused because I've seen both the movies, but yeah. I kept getting confused with the Vincent Price, Vincent Price classic, The Haunting of Hill House, which was way The campy- House on Haunted Hill. The House on Haunted Hill. Shit, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is basically based on the same source material, which is the book. But it's the- so much campier and crazy. And it's so much campier, way more fun. This movie was... Great. It was a bit of a snooze. It was a snooze fest. Mm-hmm. But it was a really pretty snooze. Oh my God, so pretty. Okay, so let's just start off. It was. It's very a haunted house cliche kind of movie. So, you know, you start off with the exterior of the house in silhouette against the scary sky. You've got the... Opening dialogue, which I wrote down: scandal, mystery, murder, and suicide. Exactly. The silhouette opening is cool. the The little uh, psychedelic way they did the haunting. The The, title. uh, The title card. It was cool. It's based off the haunting of Hill House by Uh, Shirley. Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. That they have made multiple movies about and multiple uh, and the series, TV the series netflix series yeah so <laughs> the first thing they show the house after it was built the woman dying the in uh, carriage accident yes the there's first the, the first lady of the house who never actually sees the house because she just dies the horses get spooked and 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 somehow crash into a tree and she dies yeah and so then they bring her corpse into the house and he, the father <laughs> forces the daughter to look at <laughs> Oh, my, yes. Okay, this father is so fucked up. Like, this child and is she trying tries to, to turn away. Turn away. The dad, like, holds no, her head, like, no. look at this. Look, look at your dead mother. Look at her, damn it. Yes, that was, I don't know what that was. But, oh, that's I a mean, terrible father. I mean, it's... Absolutely terrible father. Totally starts the whole, uh... Uh, okay, so the daughter has to look at the corpse. The father, you know, uh... Uh, what's the word I want? Traumatizes his daughter forever. Forever. And then we see the second wife, just briefly, in the house. She, and she looks She looks like an evil stepmother. She looks like she's not a pleasant woman. She looks like it, but we never really find that out. Because you see her for a minute, and then she dramatically falls down the stairs. Dr- <laughs> Dramat- That's putting it... It's so, it was such a bizarre... I mean, again weird so many beautiful shot like this movie is incredibly gorgeous looking like all the shots like there are all these they're so planned out they're so well done but and i mean and then she falls down and she's at the bottom of the stairs and that's a cool shot because it's looking up while she's looking down backwards and like the keys are in her hand and all of a sudden they fall it's a really cool shot but a completely odd thing to happen you just watch the scene. It's kind of amazing. Right. Oh, BT Dubs, you should watch the movie before you listen to this. I'll probably Me- tell you that in the intro, or I have told you that in the intro. You know how things go. You know how things go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they cut to a shot of the little girl Abigail in her bed, and they just say, you know, that she grew up in this house, stayed in this house her whole life, uh, and then became an old lady and is bedridden. And they do this aging shot on her face, which halfway through the aging shot she just looks like Chelsea Handler. And then it cuts to old lady in the bed and then the story about the companion who apparently was taking care of... Yeah, she she had a woman taking care of her. Who they called the companion. Yeah, she doesn't have a name, she's just the companion. Right, who was uh, getting frisky with the farmhand in the house while she should have been watching the old lady... And then the old lady dies. And then the old lady dies. And Mm -hmm. then somehow the house gets transferred to the companion? Yeah, apparently she left the house to the companion, which... That seems fishy. Just saying. Oh, here, old lady, just sign right here. No, it's nothing important. Just give me a house. I'm gonna go fuck your farmhand. Bye. Right? Totes. Uh, You don't need pills tonight. I'm good. Bye. (laughs) I didn't get that. I was like, why would the companion get the house? I guess, you know, Abigail never went out and had children, so... Somebody had to get it. Again, I put really good shots. And then, okay, so we get through that. We get through the history of the house. Cut to the doctor, Dr... Markway. Markway is talking to Juno, his caseworker... This, uh, this, he's she, he's talking to the current owner of the house. Yes. Who's who this old woman who, if you've seen the movie Beetlejuice, looks like the woman who plays Juno. Yes. She's smoking. That worker. She's smoking. She's got the same basic outfit. And she's she even sounds like her. Yes. It's just that person. Everyone in this scene is... Cha- like, everyone is chain-smoking in this scene. Everyone's chain-smoking in this movie. Except Eleanor. She's a prude on top of a prude. Yeah. She doesn't drink. She doesn't smoke. Eleanor is just she kind do. of boring and pedestrian. Totes. Uh. <laughs> but we're getting to Eleanor. We haven't gotten to Eleanor yet. Right, right, right. So the doctor wants to rent the house to do an experiment. He says he has all these people picked out uh, specifically for reasons he doesn't divulge at the moment. But the lady's like, okay, fine, whatever. Also, the Luke, the person who the house is going to be uh, inherited to, is also gonna be there, so just so you know. My name's Markway, Dr. Markway, a scientist interested in the supernatural, the unnatural, if you like. I came to Hill House to find the key to another world. Assisting me in this exploration of the unknown was Eleanor, Nell, who could look back into the past, and Theo, something of a witch who could see into the future. This is Luke, who didn't believe in anything. Until evil, patient and waiting, made him change his mind. Okay, cut to. I think the next shot is where you where we where we meet Eleanor. Yes, and she is. is she Eleanor? Lives with her sister and her sister's husband, and there's and their daughter. Was there briefly? Who was there briefly? Um. This family is <laughs> dysfunctional, is, a, is kind. Uh, they are just they, assholes to this woman. They they gaslight the fuck out of this woman for no reason other than to just, like, torture her f- because they hate her. F- like, they clearly hate this woman. But why? they? It, it, it seems like she did all this hard work with their mother that, obviously, the other sister didn't, like, take care of the mother, but she did. And she wasted her whole life not having a husband or a daughter or a car or a house. She just took over her mother and, like, neglected her own life. And they're, like, total assholes to her. Yeah, she wants to borrow the car to go. She's been chosen to go to Hill House and she really wants to go. And they're like, no, you can't use our car. And she's like, but I literally paid for half of that car. And they're like, yeah, still no. Yeah. So, at some point, I s- said, Needle Point Bitch, which is her sister, needed to be slapped. Because she is just a giant see you next Tuesday. But, luckily, Eleanor got some balls, and she went and stole the car. She stole the car. And put all her worldly possessions in it, which is a suitcase, a suitcase. and a package. And that's it. Um, and then this is the, the first of what I will refer to as... Uh, oh. Eleanor's inner fucking maniac dialogues. There are about a million of them in this movie. Yes. She just, she talks to herself about how she needs to escape, which is like, granted, cool, get it. You go, girl. Steal the car. Do your thing. You do you, girl. (laughs) But like, this woman has so many internal dialogues, and they're just like the insane ramblings of a crazy person. It Well, it totally is. She is... She is inside her head, and I'm sure she's, because she had to be with her mother, who was basically an invalid for 11 years, that she had no one to turn to but her, like, inside her own head, and it just, she went crazy. So, she drives to Hill House, and she pulls up to the most fabulous gate. Oh. I loved the gate. You the said gate, it looked Illuminati. It, it looked like an Illuminati symbol. And if the Illuminati gate. is listening, I don't condone that talk. Uh, <laughs> please. The, real. The Illuminati <laughs> is like, fuck yeah, we want our own gate. Here it is. Yeah. Sign up, bitches. Right, right, right. So then we meet the caretaker. Oh, the caretaker. Who, okay, he's kind of a dick, but I believe that Eleanor brought it on herself. Because she was just like, let me in. I belong here. You don't need to ask questions. You know, like she was just kind of a, you know, kind of a bitch. And he's like, "Who are you? What? I don't need to open this gate." Also, this caretaker. Okay, creepy as fuck looking. Truth. And like he has this accent that you, like he's talking and you're just like, "Where? Where are you? (laughs) Where are you from? I want to. I want to know your back." Story. right well a lot of this was filmed i believe in england right that that was not an english accent no i though. know but the the actors might have been trying to be american and that was their attempt oh. if they're british and this is what an american sounds like i i don't know, I know. it was just it was, a, like... it was a rough yes so she gets through the gate finally oh that's oh the other thing about the caretaker. He keeps mentioning his wife, and I'm like, "You sound like the like he he sounded r- rural gay. Like he sounded r- rural gay. Yeah, that's, that's that's like the British trying to be American. Rural I think that's gay. All it was. And I'm just like, honey, your wife has a penis. <laughs> well, we do get to meet the wife yes, really soon, and, and then we meet the wife. Like the very next shot is us meeting the wife. Well, no, it's it's Eleanor going up to the house finally, and she gets up there and she knocks and a woman answers she doesn't say anything and eleanor's like i'm eleanor you must be the caretaker's wife mrs dudley i think it was yeah I and don't she remember. doesn't say anything and she they go into the house still she doesn't say anything and the lady's like okay well can you show me to my room and she just walks away and then still not saying anything and then then in this time like so we see like a bunch of like really just great camera shots of the house like really beautiful shots of this house yes and then like there are some sounds and then we just see we literally see eleanor blink like a hunt like she just keeps blinking for some reason just blinking 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 and then has and and then she has like this other insane internal dialogue about something yes and then you hear you finally hear the uh caretaker's wife's voice and she's like here come here this is your room and then she she puts on this whole creepy (laughs) ominous you know there will be no one here after we leave you won't be safe yeah no (laughs) one comes here after it's dark there's no one that can help you and it's and if you scream no (laughs) one will hear you and then she creepy smiles and closes the door and it's great the whole time like she's kind of lit from below so well, she, she had these... was it above? Yeah, she was. She looked raccoony. Like way. she had like these crazy raccoon eyes. The way it was lit, it, like her eyes look heavily lidded. She's creepy as fuck. And then she just smiles after saying this weird shit, like, basically, you're gonna die here. Yeah, that's basically what it was. Then, okay, so Eleanor has a little odd fit in her room. She's like, oh my god, I'm alone and it's scary. And then she hears voices and she runs through the adjoining bathroom. I'm guessing. And we get to see Theodora. Oh, Theodora! She arrives. Oh in my god! This see? like leopard coat with a fur collar, a black leather turban with black leather gloves. She is everything. Theodora is fucking everything. Basically, the exact opposite of Eleanor. Eleanor is exact of opposite everything, literally, including her own shadow. At one point, she runs into a mirror and freaks the fuck out. Yes, she saw herself because she saw herself. In the mirror, and it's just like, "Girl, calm down." Right. And but Theodora, also, we figure out she's kind of psychic, kind of, because she keeps just dropping these little hints. She like, keeps not the greatest hints, but yeah, like she figures out, like she's she calls Eleanor Nell, and she's like, "How did you know my nickname?" And she's like, "Well, that's that's what that's the nickname for Eleanor." And it's like Nell is not that. I've, I've never never heard, heard, that. heard that. But the okay. nickname for Eleanor is not Nell. Nell i don't know uh but yes so then we see those two and they get lost in the house and then dr markway finally shows up and saves them from the hallways that are twisting and you know and he leads them into the purple parlor oh even though it's all in black and white right exactly if you've ever seen this or if you you've watched this you know that it's in black and white but I want to see every room in this house <laughs> because I want to see what colors they chose because there is so much stuff and the wallpaper and the prints and the carpets and there's so much stuff. I want- And there are creepy statues literally everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. There's statues, there's wood carvings in the walls, there's stone reliefs, there's all these faces and they're just it's super. Hideous. It's super unnerving. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so we know the purple, par- purple parlor is purple because he's like, literally, the welcome to the purple parlor. So we got, you know, one clue, but that was it. We also get the vibe that Theodora is a little jealous of Eleanor because Eleanor seems to be the center of attention. I don't think Theodore is, Theodora is used to not being the yes, center. Yes, Theodora is always the center of attention. Right. Because she's, you can tell she likes Eleanor and, or Eleanor, because, you know, Theodora... Complete lesbian. But later... Yeah, I was gonna say, later they become Eleonora. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's third couple name. Uh, <laughs> but Theodora, she's got this love-hate thing with Eleanor. She's like... She's such a bitch to her. She's constantly harassing this poor woman. <laughs> right. But then she totally wants to fuck her, you can tell. Yeah. We'll totally. Sh- we'll get to that. We'll get to that. It's I know coming. It's, it's coming. But it's all there. Then they hear more noises... And who walks in, but Luke from Slytherin. And he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. And he, he has d- a big, he has a big thing of martinis. I mean, what else do you want? Cute guy, martinis. Duh. He looks like he's wearing a blazer. He's well. He's he wearing, wearing a, bla- a blazer. He's not. Yeah. He's wearing a blazer that totally looks like it belongs to Slytherin house. If you could see the color of it, it would probably be green. Oh, probably. Totally. Which is fine. I'm totally in Slytherin. I love it. Um, I'm all about it. And then it turns out the actor who played him uh, went on later to play the therapist that... The psychiatrist uh, in the series, yeah. uh, The psychiatrist from uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah, no, he was also the psychiatrist in the Hill House series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also... Yes, he also came back to the Hill House series. Yes. I, I have... They were in the dining room and the dining room mirror shot... Oh, the dining room Yeah, they've shot. got two it's... people in the foreground and then two people in the mirror. I mean, the shots in this movie, it's it's a lot of people's, like, famous director's favorite movie. And I'm sure it's because of all these really I mean, cool, interesting shots. As a photographer, I loved looking at this movie. Like, there are so many, just, like, the way people set up shots were just amazing. The spacing of things, like... The, thought, the shots were incredibly well thought out. Beautiful, gorgeous, boring. <laughs> Nothing happens in this movie. Nothing happens in this movie. I mean, there's... We'll get to it, but the, we, the, not a lot of stuff happens. My next note is, this house is covered in stuff. Everywhere. <laughs> there are no clean surfaces. There are lamps and statues and tchotchkes and plants yeah, um, and... Everything. There is M- no... Marie Kondo would have a field day in this house. I think she would come in and faint. Like, <laughs> yeah, she I... would probably just kill herself. She'd be like, I can't. <laughs> She's like, I can't hear. I can't do this. this I can't completely, do this. Completely. This does not bring me joy anymore. Uh, yes, next note I have is Theodora is trying to get Eleanor. Yes! Yes, that was mine too. Theodora <laughs> is trying to get a lesbian situation going hardcore with Eleanor. Totally. She wants it. She needs it. So... That night, because this is, this is night now, they go to night, and, like, they're hearing knocking. Just knocking. Is it? It's not knocking. It's pretty bangy. I mean, it's bangy, but it's basically just noises, and, like, the two women are freaking the fuck out. They are. But it is, it is a banging that is progressively moving through the walls and the house, and it finally gets to their door. And this really cool doorknob shot that the the doorknob. Oh, is on the base. doorknob shot! It's almost like a Versace symbol. The doorknob is very cool, and it like kind of moves, like it's gonna come in and then it doesn't. But that and then all the banging and finally Eleanor is like stop or whatever. Yeah, and she's just like pounding on the door, having a hissy fit, and it and it stops. It seems to stop, and then and then there's the maniacal, crazy female laughing, and then that fades away, and it's done. And then it's just the two women huddled on the bed. Yeah, and they're all huddled in bed together looking at each other right. lovingly. Until the men show up. And they're like, what? We were outside because we thought we saw a dog. We thought we saw a dog. So we went outside to chase a dog. And the women are like, you didn't hear all that pounding? And they're like, no. we didn't You didn't hear... hear us screaming? You didn't hear us screaming. And you didn't hear any pounding even though it was super fucking loud. Right. Uh, yeah, I think they were off. Having sex in the garden, while the, the doggy two... style. You know what I'm saying. So then, Doctor Markway is like, the house is trying to separate us. Yeah, exactly. So we need to not do that. We need to yeah, stick don't together. Don't go chasing after dogs. That's don't don't go chasing after dogs. Okay, that was dumb. Let's. Ooh, I'm let's not move. taking no, that Let's up. move on. Let's move on. Okay, so it's the next day. So it's the next day, and this begins the the ritual of. Boring ass conversations. Yes, every have, morning in this house. I have breakfast banter between Eleanor and the doctor. Snooze. That's all I have. Yeah, it's every fucking morning conversation. Is just kind of like, why is this here? Also, right. the, the the conversations like these scenes go on for t- way too long. way too fucking long. It's like get to the point, cut about half of this shit out, and move uh, it along. Theodora comes in in a really cool beatnik outfit, Oof. living for it. And then cutie uh, Luke walks in and he goes, hey, did you guys see that thing in the hall? And they're all like, what thing in the hall? What thing in the hall? Right. So they go out there and it's big, writing. It's big writing. They, don't, they purposely don't show you all the writing with the camera angle, but they kind right. of, everyone's acting like they can't read the whole writing on the wall for some reason. And then they get this stupid idea to lick it. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's Let's chalk. And then they're like, oh, it's chalk. And then the doctor's like, well, it's chalk-like. What's chalk-like? <laughs> like chalk. Oh, it's like chalk, but it's, it's I don't not think quite, it's chalk. It's, it, I can't believe it's not chalk. <laughs> exactly. I, use, so I then, can't believe it's even not though chalk. It's, even though this message is written in huge letters across the wall, they're like, we can't read it, so we have to light a match. Yeah. To see that it said, what did it say? Help oh. Eleanor come home. Help Eleanor come home. So then, of course, Eleanor... Like she does. Freaks out. Starts to freak out some more and starts to have another crazy internal dialogue. As per usual. And then, which of course pisses Theodora off because Eleanor is once again the center of attention. Which she doesn't like. So Theodora starts like gaslighting, harping on this woman again. Yeah, did you do it? Did you do it for the attention? Is that why you're doing it? And yeah. then, and of then... course, Eleanor's like, you wrote it to scare me. You're trying to play a joke on me. <laughs> it's everybody's trying to make you crazier. Yeah, and then, of course, again, another internal dialogue about how everyone's so mean to her and she belongs here. Blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares. So then and they she... go... <laughs> I'm so done with Eleanor in this movie. She just is crazy and wants to be a martyr and he plays the victim and then she... I don't know. I just can't with her sometimes. Uh, so then they go on a nice little tour of the house. And they go to, I guess, the solarium? And there's this huge statue set of the man, his two wives. The man who built the house, the, the two separate wives that he had. The uh, companion, the daughter, and the and dog. And dog. But he said that it was actually some saint uh, tending to the lepers. But it's not what it actually is. Yeah. And they um, say that... The, and, well, then Luke is all like, this statue isn't even supposed to be here. It's not in the log of all the things that are in the house. I wait. don't know how it got here. It's a fucking ghost. Hello. It's the ghost and likes to make creepy looking statues. And again, there are, some, there are some shots around this area where it's very reminiscent of, um, if you remember the Evil Dead, which came way the fuck later. But like, there are some of these shots where the camera's kind of like moving around on the ground and like up walls and stuff and it's very reminiscent of that again super gorgeous well i'm sure this movie inspired so it, many horror it, it did movies. well you can also tell that it uh, as we talked about during the thing yes you can tell that it, it largely inspired uh stephen rose king's red. rose red for sure like there are even parts where like just whole sections are just like oh the same the yes. same uh so again they leave the statues and they go to the library which is a beautiful library. I would kill for this library. It's oh. got a huge metal staircase, spiral staircase. Um, oh, we didn't say how the companion died. Remember the companion? She walked up that Oh, yeah, circus. yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in the beginning. Me- oh, shit. So yeah. Back it's in the beginning of the movie. How it basically ended up in the, through this companion woman's family is she right. eventually goes crazy and hangs herself. She climbs up this the spiral staircase and hangs herself from it. Right. But yeah, so when they open the library, Eleanor Eleanor has a shit fit. She's like, "Oh, it smells like death or whatever." It smells and like her mother's sick room. It smells like her mother's sick room and she Which can't is death. She <laughs> can't go in there. So, of course, then fucking Theodore like starts in on her again like, "Oh, you're just doing this for attention." Yes. What I have a note is I think they're all at that moment, I felt like all the people were there that were in on it to try to make Eleanor crazy, you know, because they keep just kind of doing these things like, oh, did you see the thing in the hall? And it was probably him that did it, you know, in my mind at that moment, it was all kind of yeah. an experiment to make her crazy. Yes. At this point, it, it kind of seems like that's what the the actual experiment going on in the house is, is like, hey, let's take this already unstable person <laughs> right. and see if we can actually make her crazy. It's kind of working, but then again you don't know. Or is something actually happening in the house. We don't really know. Well, we kind of do because of the knocking and Theodora heard point, it, but yes. she could have been they could have all been making that sound exactly. playing along. And at this point, it is literally an hour into the movie, nothing, <sighs> nothing has, has happened. happened. Nothing has happened. But nothing has, has happened. Another thing we forgot is the reason that the doctor picked uh Eleanor was because when she was little, her house got rained on by rocks. Like Carrie White's house did in Carrie. And and it's all poltergeist activity. Yeah, because she... she The doctor kept saying, it's because you had a poltergeist activity. She's like, I don't remember that. That never happened. My mother said it wasn't real. My mother said it wasn't real. Yeah, just Which like is Carrie White's mother. Also, the, the rock scene, the house being killed, destroyed by rocks, same thing happened at the end of Rose Red. Yes, see... All full circle. I've got the next thing is, oh, they go to where the nursery is. Oh, yes. And they're standing in front of the nursery and it's cold. And he said, this is the heart of the house. And all I put was, heart of Hill House is cold. Duh. (laughs) Okay. But they also, they're like, we're not going to go in this room yet. let's not go in here. Yeah, he's like, hey, let's let the tension build a bit more before we go into this room for I, honestly, reason. it was just an odd thing. And uh, someone made the pun, uh, frozen food for thought. Um, so then, I think it goes to that night. It's that that night, night again. Where this is where uh, Theodora and Eleanor are now sharing a bedroom. Yes, and because Dr. Markway thinks it would be best. Yes, and I'm sure Theodora was on board. Yeah, Theodora was totally all about that. But she we wanted... also find out that Eleanor is... Crazy, I don't want to say manic depressive. What do I want to say? Bipolar? Because she goes from zero to 60 from sweet little normal crazy person to fucking psychotic bitch. <laughs> and like the turn of it, she's like, Yeah, they're having I'm like. Nice... I just want to go to sleep. Leave me the fuck alone. Like, yeah, they're having a nice glass of brandy. Yeah, and painting their toenails, and it's all very cute. And they're all having like a little lesbian love fest fun. And then all of a sudden, like, what the fuck does Theodora say to her? But she just like. All of a sudden, Eleanor just loses her shit, and she's like, I'm going to bed! Yeah, and then she's like, well, I don't think you killed your mother, yeah. and then she f- totally freaks out. Yeah, so then Theodora's like, I don't think you killed your mother, because she's fucking psychic, and she knows that that's psychic. what Eleanor's thinking about Right. So then Eleanor's all pissy, and so they just go to bed. They go to bed, and then Eleanor wakes up at some point, and there's like, she hears like w- like a weird moan chanting. Yeah, it's like a guy's voice talking. And if they the just, yeah, they just focused on this one section of the wall. Which looked, the section of wall looked really cool. It kind of looked like it had a weird, twisted, winky face in it. Yes, and they, they play that up later on. Because it, it zooms in and turns, and it you hear the guys yelling at a child, and the child is talking, and this woman is like, don't scream, Theodora, just hold my hand. Yeah, so she and, thinks she's still in the bed next to Theodora. And that, that... And then she Theodore thinks is it holding, is her, holding hand. her hand, and she's like having another internal dialogue about how she doesn't want. She's like, "I'm going to get up, and I'm not, I'm going to stop them from hurting this child." That's not there, but whatever. Uh, and they keep focusing on the section of wall, and you just hear like weird moaning and people laughing and a child like right. And then the uh, Theodore is squeezing her hand, and it's hurting. And then she, Eleanor's like, "Fine, like, okay, I'm just going to yell. I'm just going to yell," and she screams. And she wakes up, not even in the bed. She's on a couch by the wall. Across the room. Across the room. Theodora wakes up and goes, what's going on? And Eleanor's looking at her hand going, who was holding my hand? Who was holding my hand? God. God. Whose hand was I holding? I mean, that part was actually pretty good. Like, that whole scene was really... Really well played up, spine tingly. It wasn't scary, but it was you know tense. I mean, it was nineteen sixty three scary. Exactly. Okay, back then, yes, I would have, It would have been a little bit, but yes, scarier. At, and and then at this point, I really have to start to wonder if uh, Nell Eleanor is actually like crazy paranoid, like if she's just insane or if she's actually seeing things, or both. Because I mean, she... that could be why she is seeing things. So, like a lot of her internal do- dialogues, like, almost all of her internal dialogues at this point are about how much she despises the house and is repulsed by it, but she also doesn't want to leave, and she can't leave, and she loves it there, but she's super repulsed and hates this house. Exactly. But she, yeah, this is but her house. But she belongs there. It's, it's her, her house. house. It's her house. Then, I guess, wait, I don't know, did we skip a whole day? Or I just didn't write anything down. No, no, no. Down. This is the second day. Di- then it goes to the next morning. Yeah. Where... Okay, you know, again, there's, like, breakfast conversation. Yeah, but wasn't... He just went... No, he just, they just went straight into where he was playing the harp. Yeah. Or listening to the harp it's being played. It's the next day, he's... Uh, uh, Dr. Markway is in a room by himself listening to a harp that's... He says it's playing by itself. But see, they didn't even show that. That they would have didn't. been a part of, like, oh, look, there is something happening. Look at this haunting. But they don't. They just... He's just like, oh, yeah, this just happened. So, again... Proof that they could just be fucking with her. Oh yeah, the harp was just playing by oh, itself. Oh yeah. Oh, for- we forgot. Uh, that night, after all that moaning shit happened, that's when we find out that um, Nell's mother dying. She died because Nell didn't wh- take her pills. Didn't take her her pills when she kept calling. Like Nell kept banging on the wall. Banging yeah. on the wall, which parallels when Abigail, the original owner of the house, died when her quote unquote companion. companion was off fucking the farmhand. Was off fucking the farmhand. But though that farmhand was cute over then too. I like, mean whatever. I'm never gonna say no to a farmhand. Right. So um. anyway, so so the next day Yes. Markway's uh Dr. Markway is listening to this uh harp harp play and then they start having another boring conversation that really goes nowhere and has and they're Dogs Did you barking. hear that too? There, there are dogs barking and sirens. I think they're that coming for us. Yeah, so I got rid of all that rest of that day and I just started writing again when the doctor's wife shows up.
1: Yes, I and, wrote.
0: And then Markway's wife shows up. And she just Oh, oh, before uh bringing into that, at this point, Eleanor is in love with Dr. Markway. Yes. They don't really ever explain how it just happened. Like all of a sudden she's just like She's She's, obsessed with it. She's in it to win it. And we know that Theodora is not having it. And she's apparently told her, you know, this isn't going to happen for you. So you should just let it go. And then the wife shows up. And it is very funny, though, that Eleanor is like, who are you? And Mrs. Markway is like, "Well, I'm his wife." Didn't I'm he tell wife. you about didn't me? Didn't he tell you that he had a no? Wife? <laughs> he clearly didn't. He was clearly leading Eleanor on. Uh, or was he though? I'm or sorry. was it all just in Eleanor's head? I don't know. Could have been both. Could have been both. But, but yeah, he so, did never say he had a wife. So and he clearly wasn't wearing a ring. And I don't know. Yeah, if I didn't that, even notice. Yeah, but yeah. So Markway's wife shows up, and I, I said, shows up and ruins Eleanor's dreams. <laughs> Delusions is more like it. Right, and so Eleanor goes, "Oh, you can stay in the nursery, the cold, dead heart of the house." Yes, go yes, the the stay in dead there, heart of the house. And then everybody tries to talk her out of it, and she's like, "Fuck you! It's just a yeah, house. I'm gonna do it. It's a house. It's I'm a woman. Look- I'm a free, independent woman yeah, of the Yeah, she's basically telling Doctor Markway, "He's, she's like, hey, your research is stupid. You need to leave." <laughs> she's like, "It's in the papers. Everyone thinks you're a laughing stock. You're just such a supportive wife. Bring the shit home." It's dumb. You need to quit with this. Also, who the fuck are these people and why did you bring them here? Also, I love how she's like, okay, I'm going to go stay in the nursery. I don't care what you say. Why would they not stay in the room? I know it's the 60s, but they're married. They can stay in the same room. Yeah, they're not staying in the same room. But they don't even suggest it. They don't even say, oh, well, why don't you just stay with me? No, 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 I'm going to go stay in this room that's not been opened in 20 fucking years or whatever, 90 years. It's just the weirdest thing. So then, Doctor Markway says, "Oh well, we're all gonna stay in the parlor together, we're stay in the parlor. except for my wife. She can go. Be my off wife by is herself. willful and is going to stay up here by herself. Right. And so uh, Luke is, I guess, supposed to be on guard, walking Luke is, around. Luke is supposed to be walking around the floor that the the nursery, the, the nursery is on, where the wife is staying. Right. But he got thirsty, so we came he into got the parlor thirsty for to a get drink. some booze. Yes. Um." I thought you were going to say some booty. Some bo- <laughs> well, that too. I mean. I'm probably. I don't even know. But he comes into the parlor to get a drink and he's, everybody's asleep in the parlor and he's just drinking out of this bottle and all of a sudden the door slams and everybody wakes up and they're like, what the hell are you doing down here? Aren't you supposed to be upstairs? And he's like, I got thirsty. I got thirsty. I needed a drink. Yeah. And so I was like, Luke is still hot, but kind of an alcoholic. Um, and also kind of, he's just kind of, he's kind of a dick. Like he's, everything he says, he's just like, he the is, whole time but he's I think that's like, his character. That's he's just he's like, hey, I could sell this. I'm going to sell every book in this library for 25 cents a piece. Yeah. I'm going to sell this. I'm, I'm going to turn this into that. a club. Yeah. I'm going to turn this into a club. He is basically a dick. But, uh, so then the really good part happens. So the banging Probably starts again. The banging starts again. And it's banging and banging and banging. The girls are like, oh, God, not again. And And the guys... Markway is like, oh, shit, I need to go check on my wife. But then they're like, no, it's not up in the nursery. It's on this floor. The banging's coming from this floor. Right. And I I just kept saying, open the fucking door. It's right there. Just open the door and it'll stop. I know it. Because nothing happens in this movie. So they're, they're banging the door and they're like, no, don't open it. Don't open it. And then he finally remembers, oh, yeah, my wife. And they're like, well, it's fine. It's here. And so it's still banging, still banging, still banging. And then, then it oh, stops. Then, and then Eleanor looks at the psychic woman, Theodora, and it's like, "Is it over yet?" I'm like, "You should know, you're the psychic." And El- and Theodora's like, "No, because I still feel cold." And then the probably the most interesting cool effect in the this movie, the most active thing that's happened. Yes. I, uh, that you bof- actually get to see. Well, bof- yeah, every time, okay, so, there are lots of really amazing shots of, like, people with, like, these weird statues in the background everywhere in this movie. Yes. And every time you're just like, it would be so cool right now right. if a statue moved, moved slightly head, or turned did anything. something, anything. I know it was the 1960s. They didn't have that kind of technology. They could have kind of they could've 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 done it. You could have found that. a way. Strings and wires. But anyway, especially because, mirrors. so here we come to the door scene. Yeah, the door scene is really cool. It 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 looks like because the banging stops, but then the door handle slightly jiggles, moves, but and then all of a sudden the door just starts to look like it's breathing, or yeah, pushing and it's like out bending and doing like I like, love kind of practical effects like that where it's just like it's, yeah, I it's put, a little unnerving. I put breathing, flexing door trick, whatever it was. It was just really cool, and then all of a sudden that stops, and you hear. Noise going towards the nursery, and that's when they're yes. finally like, "We need to get out," but they can't get out. No, cause... Markway tries to go out, and then uh, Dick, Dickface Luke is like, "No, don't!" And he's like, "But literally, my wife!" And he's like, "No!" And it's like, "Dude, the thing is clearly going that way. We could, you could let me. Like, Markway is like, could have easily have been. You could let me out. Close the door behind me." Right. But Luke is like, fucking drunk ass. Luke is like, no. But the funny thing is, as they're trying to get out the door, Eleanor just leaves through the side door that nobody else yes, saw. After and... after yet another weird internal dialogue about how she belongs in this house. Yeah, she goes off and she starts spinning around oh my god this is having this, her this <laughs> part she looks like she's in the video for total eclipse of the heart there's yes. just like she's spinning. Curtains, into curtains blowing and and she's spinning and running around and I'm just like this is the worst 80s music video it's, it was so funny though of but, all time but I just I wrote Eleanor has flipped honey cause she is just humming the song and spinning around and yeah. living her Stevie so, Nicks fantasy so <laughs> So the next shot we see is Eleanor is talking to the, the statue that's not supposed to be there again. Right. And she's basically like, it's okay. I belong here. I'm going to come and find you. And then she just starts like Stevie Nicks style spinning around the statue. Yeah. And then she goes into the library and she's like, it's, it's, it's better now i don't smell the I death don't smell death in this room Whatever. all of a sudden it's crazy so then she's like okay i have to go up these this staircase up where the companion had killed herself up to this tiny little ledge that goes nowhere and so she's going up this staircase and the staircase design is amazing I, it's the spiral I did, staircase I wrote, I wrote she's stevie nicks up the stairs so she totally does She's going up the staircase and she goes up forever and she only is like halfway. Yeah, Like she just, it keeps showing shots of her walking up the staircase. And then when you see her on the staircase, she's gone up a whole three steps and then, but then the whole staircase, the way they built it, uh, because it moves, because it's so rickety or supposed to be rickety, it's actually built on wheels and it's, it's loose. And so it's supposed and to it's, move like that. Yeah. And it's coming like you and they show that it's like coming undone from the ceiling and the wall and it's like going to collapse. Right. And but she's like, whatever, I'll be fine. She keeps walking up and walking up. And then Luke and the doctor and Theodora, Theodora. come in. They're like, no, come down. Come down. And so the doctor is like, oh, I'll come get you. Goes. And, and everyone's like, literally don't because <laughs> it can't hold both of you. It's already about to collapse. Right. And she just, like, and, and Eleanor just keeps looking down at them, like, I want to listen to you, but I also want to be up here, so I'm going to yeah. go and be up here. Right. The house. It's got to be about the house. And so she goes up there. The doctor follows her up. They're both on the top, and she's, like, leaning back, trying not to be touched by the doctor, and then he grabs her, and she breaks out of her, like, psychosis or whatever. Her, yeah. And they're... Psychosis or trance. We can't tell. Oh, God. Uh, so, (laughs) they're about to go down the stairs together. Not a good idea. You know, separate the weight, whatever. Oh, oh, we forgot. So, they all go up to check on the wife, and the wife is gone. Oh, the wife is gone. The wife is fucking gone. Right. Oh, yeah, how did we miss that part? I know, Right. (laughs) Jesus. I don't know, Let's whatever. We're we're just, fuck the wife. The wife didn't need so to the be there. So the wife is gone. Oh, yeah. So at this point, the wife is gone. They start to look for her, and then they don't realize they completely... that Eleanor left again. Yeah, they completely stop looking for the wife. So then they stop looking for the li- The wife to look for fucking Eleanor who fucking Stevie Nicks up the stairway? <laughs> the stairway, right? So then we're back at the top of the stairs. So we're back at the top of the stairs, and they're about to go down, and then all of a sudden this trap door opens, and it's the doctor's wife just looking. But she looks like a fucking maniac. She looks like crazy. she looks. She looks like she's been on a bender all night. And but only Eleanor sees her, and then faints. And I guess El- the wife just closes the trap door again before the doctor sees her. Yeah. And I'm like, well, oh, that's dumb. And so. The most excitement that has happened in this right. movie. We cut to uh, Eleanor now in a different room with the doctor because she fainted and she was like, "Well, didn't you see her? She was right there." He's like, "No, I didn't see my wife in the trapdoor. Whatever." I, I, it was a cool shot. The, the, it was the one like jump scare. I guess they had. It was the most exciting thing outside of the door scene. Right. To happen right. in this movie because nothing fucking happens in this movie. Right. And so finally, because she fainted and she's been having all these issues, the doctor's like, okay, you're leaving. I need to get you the fuck out of here. You're leaving. I need to find my wife. You know, we've packed up your shit. Get in your car and leave. And then like, I can't. I don't have a home. I lied about having an apartment. I don't want to live with my sister in her living room anymore. And everybody's like, we don't really care. Just get in your car and leave. Like, bitch, you crazy. It's not fun anymore. Right. And so Even picking on you has lost all of its charm. Everything. So they, she's in the car. Luke is going to go with her. Luke gets out of the car because they need the key to the gate. And then Eleanor's like, you know what? I'm just going to drive. And she starts to drive away. Uh, no, no, you, so Did before, I miss? no. So before, no. you missed the the sweet tender lesbian part. Oh God. So, so Eleanor's in the car on purpose. Yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> on purpose, I don't want to talk about lesbians. So, fucking Eleanor's in the car, and then she's like, Theodora! And then Theodora, kind of, like, pathetically, like a like a pathetic dog, runs up to the car like, I thought you weren't going to say goodbye! Well, exactly, because you've been a bitch to me most of the time I've been here. Exactly. Playing with my emotions. <laughs> causing me to question my like sexuality. being, being yeah. super rude to me one minute, and then, like, fucking being in my bed. Trying to the, finger me under the sheets. Exactly. Oh, the, the other... Time. Oh. Yeah, Theodora was a mess. So, but yeah. Yes. So, then so Luke gets out of the car to get the key and she just starts to drive and then Eleanor's Eleanor's like fuck it I'm out of here I'm just gonna drive and she's like the house won't let me leave don't worry don't worry and then all of a sudden something takes over her car and is you know does jerking something it around. take over the car though I think so because the way shit was jerking or she's just a really bad driver I, I mean female drivers she in the 60s <laughs> And she was crazy. She was never allowed... Oh, let me just say she was never allowed to drive the car before. You know, because you don't know how you're going to get it back. That's right. That's what her sister said. But then, so she starts to aim for this tree and then all of a sudden you see the crazy doctor's wife running across the field in front of her and then Bam. Boom. She hits a tree. She hits the tree. It's the same tree that the original wife hit. In the carriage with the horses. And, and the doctor's like, see, here's the mark from the carriage. Yeah, that and hit so it. Eleanor's dead. Spoiler alert. So Eleanor dies somehow. And then it? the wife pops up. <gasps> she didn't crash because of me. She was already <laughs> She was already aimed at the tree and she just barely saw me. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, okay. And then she's like, I didn't mean to scare her at the top of the stairs. I yeah. was just I don't even know how I got up there. And I or don't know how, how I, I got, I got outside. outside. Ugh She yeah. Bitch, we told you from the beginning, don't go in there. But not you do? go into that room. Okay, and so then Eleanor's dead. I don't know how she died. That car was not going that fast. No, the car was not going that fast. But it at completely all. flipped over. Yeah, the car also flipped over, which I don't also understand. But whatever. So then cut to they're standing by the car and everybody's like, oh, we've got to leave. And the doctor's like, oh, I need to get my shit. And the wife's like, you shouldn't go back in the house. And the doctor's like, oh, the house already has what it wanted. Eleanor dead. Yes, Eleanor, the house wanted Eleanor. But it's like, did the house want Eleanor or was Eleanor just crazy the whole time? Did she hit the tree on purpose or did something cause her to hit the tree see and that's the whole we don't know was it like a group psychosis were they fucking with her is it actually haunted we don't really know but the guide luke who's supposed to inherit the house goes this whole place should be burned down and the ground should be salted i'm like bitch well, you're gonna inherit it do it do what you gotta do yeah it's basically your house when the when when you know your caseworker dies <laughs> and that was the end that yeah, was it. It, it just ended. It was like... It was like the end. We were like, oh, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. It was just kind of like, okay, so basically nothing happens and then two kind of interesting things happen yeah. and then the bitch hit the tree and dies. What does it take to convince you that the dead do not always rest in peace? That some houses, like Hill House, are born bad? Yeah. Overall, this movie was just kind of a... I mean, it was visually cool. It was visually beautiful. The director wanted to do it in black and white. It didn't need to be, but he wanted to do it in black and white for effect, which worked out really well. There were a lot of, there was a lot of great things with shadows. It was, like I said, as a photographer, this movie is really pretty to look at. Right. It is really cool. It's a really cool movie to look at. It's a little bit, I felt like when, when we paused it about halfway, I was like, oh, it's almost over. It was only no. half done. Yeah, we're just like I was like we're only an hour in. I was Jesus like shit. Should, I'm like I don't remember this movie being so boring. We should right. just watch another movie. Well, we put an hour but in, but at like, that we point we're just it. like fuck it. We put we we might as well just see this through to the end. Right. And so if you didn't make it through, I don't blame you, but you should try to make it through because then you can say you've seen it and that you did it. I would also suggest that you watch. The one with the house on haunted hill. Yes, with the Vincent, Vincent Price. One. Because that's it's a lot better. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more way campier. It's a lot and more fun because it's campier and maybe we'll do that one next. But I've over... seen that one. I hadn't seen this one. So funny uh, thing, I had not seen a movie on my list. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I know it's a running theme. So any final thoughts? Uh, uh, you know recommendations. Uh what 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 are we going to use as our rating system for this? Oh, I know. Uh, uh, ugly statues? Ugly crazy statues or uh, or uh internal dialogues? <laughs> Cuz there were a lot of them. There, well, those were only Eleanor's. I know, but there were There were so, so many. many. Yeah. Well, okay, how many internal dialogues out of 10 do you give this movie? I mean, if we were rating it on specific things, it would vary overall. Overall. I would say a four. Four internal dialogues. Ooh, that's rough. Well, I'm going to go... I'm going to say... I'm going to be a little nicer and say maybe six ugly statues out of ten. Because, <laughs> you know, again, it's visually really go- cool. Yeah, that's the only reason it had it those had, four points. All those four points are all in the visual. But it has... But it also has... Uh, it also has you can see the inspiration for other movies you that were better. You can see a lot. Yes, yeah, so you can see the inspiration that it had for a lot so of movies see, that were better. Yeah, you can see where this movie was kind of a foundation for other directors and stuff. So it's a good you know, inspiration. So I, that's why I give it a 6 out of 10. Like I said, it's mine scary. were all for visuals, Yeah. which is basically like the only thing this movie had going well, that, for it. Well, that it had the lesbian theme, which is for the 60s is, you know, pioneering. Even though it was kind of supposed to be subtle, but it was not subtle at all. Yeah, it's supposed to be subtle, but there was... You could instantly... Tell, I'm like, oh, there's instantly, some lesbian things going instantly. on. Instantly. Yes. As soon as Theodora showed up, you're like, hello, lesbians. Uh, I mean, but honestly, like, Theodora's probably the best character in oh, this yeah, no, movie. She, well, at least her wardrobe Even though She's so kind of a bitch. She was still... <laughs> right. She was kind of fabulous. She was. I liked it. I liked her a lot. Uh, So, yeah, anything you would like to plug? uh, Photography, your Instagram, anything. Sure. So, uh, as I've said before, I uh, am a photographer. I specialize in uh, night photography. Uh, Basically, I shoot abandoned things at night. Uh, My Instagram is NoxVomica, which is, well, it's Nox underscore Vomica, which is N-O-X underscore V-O-M-I-C-A. Uh, my website is com, And yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I will put in my stuff after this. But uh, so thank you for being on my podcast. I just wish it had been a more campy movie. <laughs> it would have been, I think, more interesting. Well, you can always come back to the layer of eternal damnation. I, I hope that you will let we me can come do back something different much more entertaining. I, cause I had another movie picked out for you that we'll talk about later off air. Um, which I think will be a lot more fun and we can do that one and, you know, people will love it. But I'm sure people will love this too. I mean, we're hilarious. I don't know, are we? I'm pretty I mean, funny. you personally are very hilarious. I know, I'm, I'm great. You're good too. I, think, I, have, my, I have my moments. See, I think you'll be fine. But you know, <laughs> I mean, this and is like, all here. I know. I'm I just mean, your singing part alone. Is you're be. one of the few people because, like, you are a sassy bitch. I am a sassy. Like, yeah. I think that's why we get along because we're both kind of sassy bitches. Yes. You're one of the few people, very few, that I would be hesitant. <gasps> to get in a sass off with because oh, I'm afraid lose. <laughs> I would be afraid that I, that there's a possibility that I would lose. <laughs> and I feel no shame in admitting that no, at all. You shouldn't. you shouldn't. That's high praise. Definitely. Okay. Well, thank you again. And yeah. Good night <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to put the ending in. Don't yes. worry. Well, that was fun right right (laughs) well as always please rate review and subscribe and tell your friends follow the podcast at reflections of darkness on instagram as well as following me evil queen sf and if you have any thoughts comments concerns or questions please feel free to message me at either of those locations i also want to give you a little homework. I need suggestions on how to refer to you all out there in podcast land. What should your name be? Are you evilites? Reflectionistas? My dark army? You know, stuff like that. So send me all your ideas so I can still... I mean, borrow them for the podcast. Uh, good night.